0: This is The True Adventure Podcast, Episode 75. Welcome to The True Adventure Podcast, where I, Karina Baldwin, your host and mental performance coach, teach you the skills to calm the fuck down. You're a high achiever, a CEO, or overall, you just do the most. I get it, we're cut from the same cloth. It's time to actually acknowledge your success, celebrate your wins, and train your mind like an elite athlete. I have a master's in sport and performance psychology and worked with collegiate athletes for two years, worked with the U.S. Army for three years, and now work with high achievers and CEOs to teach them to use their mind to work for them rather than against them. This podcast is where research meets reality to teach you the skills to uncover mental blocks, make success predictable, build mental endurance, and master your mountain mentality. Are you ready to go summit some shit? Let's get started. Hello, friends. Happy Friday. I'm your host, Karina Baldwin. I'm so happy that you are here. This episode is fun. This episode is all about how we want to start working against the negativity bias, like all these negative thoughts or noticings of negative instances, circumstances that are in our life and how we're going to start fighting those things. We're going to start fighting some of those counterproductive, not helpful thoughts that come up and evidence that those aren't necessarily true. But before we dive into that, shameless plug here. Head down to the show notes, and I want you to click on the PNW Women's Mini Retreat. Go check it out. It's happening at the end of January. Our private rooms are completely sold out, but we do have some shared rooms that are still available, and so you'll have a buddy. You'll have a retreat buddy. We're having a spa day, and we're slowing down, and we're learning from Mother Nature to just truly go internal and start planning 2024. We're going to make 2024 the best year yet. The one that is found with ease and calm and not out of hustle and haste. We are slowing down and we are moving intentionally instead of worrying about all the things that we should be doing and adding this and adding that and the 10 minutes of meditation and the 30 minutes of exercise and the five days a week where we're reading a nonfiction book and X and Y and Z and all the things. We are slowing down and how to intentionally live our life, accepting that our life is good just as it is. And then everything that we add on top of that is just wonders. Okay, so head down to the show notes, go join the PNW Women's Mini Retreat like I said, there are a few shared beds left. I would love for you to join us. I cannot wait for that trip. It's going to be on Orcas Island. So we are in the San Juans of the Pacific Northwest. So it's a couple islands that are off the coast of Washington, and it's just absolutely gorgeous out there. And to go out in January is all classic, moody, and we're on the ocean. And so we're going to be able to enjoy all of the ocean breeze and the moodiness of the PNW. And it's just going to be absolutely incredible. We're going to be going on a nature walk, wine tasting, a spa day. It's just a perfect time to slow down. So head down to the show notes, go click that PNW Women's Mini Retreat, and I will see you on Orca's Island, my friend. All right, let's dive into today's episode. Your brain has a primitive brain side and then it has a logical brain side and they like to work against one another sometimes your primitive brain goes all the way back to when we were first developing so this is like the anatomically it's the back of your brain like the closest to the spine Um, that you can get, this is your primitive brain. This is where logic does not exist. This primitive brain, this section of the brain is only focused on consuming food, consuming calories, reproducing, so sex, so pleasure, and just keeping the human body alive through safety. So neurologically, it is built to look for the safest option available to us. And even in this current day and age where we're not running from saber-toothed tigers, it still looks for the safest option. So back in caveman days, the primitive brain pretty much ran how we existed. When it ran us, a caveman would go out into the wilderness, to go hunt for some food, right? Because that's what they had to do. They didn't have Costco. They didn't have Safeway. So they went out into the wilderness and they went to go hunt some deer, some sometimes bears, sometimes saber-toothed tigers. But let's say they went out there and they saw an angry Sabertooth tiger. One that they were like, that is too big. It is not meant for us to find and to kill and to eat. It is too big for us. It is angry, is not happy. Maybe it's a mama. You can see it's cubs there, right? That's there. But right next to them is this glorious amount of Trees and bushes that are ripe with fresh fruits and vegetables that you can eat right now. And you can see all of this, and right next to it is the saber tooth tiger. The caveman comes back to camp that night and it tells the story about the day, about what happened. What do you think the caveman is going to focus on? The flourishing trees and the bushes with fruits and vegetables? The good? Or do you think he's going to spend way more time on how big and angry and scary the saber-toothed tiger is? It's the saber-toothed tiger. (laughs) That is the negativity bias at work. Your brain is literally built to take in, acknowledge... Pay attention to negativity in life because it wants to keep you safe. It is literally programmed. It is a safety feature. It is a survival mechanism. It is how humans have lived as long as we have. And this goes for like all animals, right? If we look at animals in how they exist in the world, they don't have a logic. They don't have a prefrontal cortex and most of them. And so their primitive brain is their entire brain. They're just looking for survival. And that's how evolution works, right? So whatever characteristics that they have that helps them survive, their brain passes those genes and those characteristics on to create the strongest version of their species. And that's what our brain is attempting to do by only paying attention to the negative. So when you're going through life and you're noticing that you are only noticing the negative things and you're weighing, oh, but I didn't do this and I fell short here and I don't have the qualifications of this job. Your brain is wired to pay attention to those things. It is not wired to pay attention to all the qualifications you do have, all the strengths that you do have, all of the incredible wonders and success that you have created it weighs the negative more than the positive. And in this day and age, that's no longer helpful for us. We are no longer trying to avoid saber-toothed tigers. We are no longer trying to survive. So that negativity bias sometimes works against us, a lot of the time works against us. And that's where the front of our brain, our prefrontal cortex, our logic side of our brain, needs to start fighting it and we can literally create new neural pathways by training our brain our brain is a muscle it is plastic meaning that it is it is trainable it is malleable it is changeable and so you train your prefrontal cortex your logic side of your brain that like hey permanent brain i'm acknowledging that we do have some negative thoughts negative bias negative events that are occurring but we need to also acknowledge all of the positive all of the good that also happens and that starts creating new neural pathways so what that looks like imagine and if you've never seen snow i'm sure you can also imagine this Fresh snow falls, okay? You walk out your front door and you walk to your car. And the first day, let's say it's a foot of snow. The first day that you walk to your car, it is a trek, right? It is hard. You have to punch your boots through all 12 inches of the snow. And you are like stepping really big and it's really awkward and really clunky. And you probably get snow in your boots to get to the car. Day two comes. Now there's a pathway. Now you're just like slightly clunky, right? And then day three and then day four and you start doing and walking that path to your car every single day and home, right? Like two to however many times you leave your house a day, you walk that pathway over and over and over again. You're training your brain to do this thing. Look for that positivity. Look for those good things. And that snow begins to pack down. It becomes a literal trail to where, you know, seven days later, let's say there's no extra snowfall and the snow hasn't melted, everything else stays constant, right? On day seven, you could probably like run down that path. You could get past it without even paying attention, right? Because that neural pathway has been drilled in, that snow trail has been drilled into the physical snow, and now it's an easy pathway for you to walk down that's what happens when you're creating new neural pathways. So because of this, when you're in the mountain mentality program, the one-on-one mental performance coaching program that I work with you, I start every single coaching call with celebrations. We spend the first, and sometimes it's two minutes, sometimes it's 15 minutes. We're sitting there celebrating my clients' wins because they are so good. Because we don't just list out oh, I had five minutes to myself this morning. Oh, I hit a 10K revenue month. Like, we don't just say the good thing. We sit in the celebration. We start analyzing how exactly they created that result. And we start showing up for ourselves to strengthen that neural pathway because it's not just acknowledgement of the success. So I ask them some questions about like one, how do you make that happen? How did you make that result happen? And then they answer of like, "Oh, I did X, Y, and Z. I reached out to that client and made an offer, or I planted the seed with this person who shared my name with this other person and got me this deal." they tell me how they helped create this offer or helped create this result. And then I can ask them, how can you have it happen more? How can this good thing begin to happen more? Maybe you do more of what you already acknowledged that you did, what your effect was. This is where we start celebrating those wins and we sit in the good with them because them reliving these successful experiences, these successful outcomes and results, that's where that neural pathway just starts getting beefier. It starts adding up. And then my third question that I can ask and that I have asked is what makes this good thing so good? I start asking them about why is this so important to them? Why is this good thing such a good thing? If they had five minutes to themselves this morning, why was that so good? Why was that something that they brought a celebration to our call today for? So getting into and strengthening That neural pathway to look for the good in the world, to look for the positivity, truly helps the brain rewire itself and start fighting that negativity bias of the saber tooth tigers coming out to get us. We wanna start noticing the luscious trees and bushes that have vegetables and fruits on them that can help us with sustenance, right? So whether you're running a business or you're at dinner, every day, I highly recommend, and you can change up the question, you know, if you're at dinner, it's not just what's one good thing that happened today. Maybe it's what's something that made you smile today? What's something that made you laugh? What's something that made you giggle? What's something that you remember that has recently happened that made you, you know, a little happy over right? It can be as specific or broad as you want it to be. The point is is to start paying attention to all the good that happens in your life. You have to start training your brain to look for those things. And that can turn into gratitude. It can turn into acknowledging your own success because I know you high achiever, you struggle to acknowledge your success. Trust me, I'm there with you. I have to fight every single day to acknowledge my success. I was literally in therapy this morning talking about how my fitness level I want it to be higher I want my fitness capabilities to be better and I'm like I acknowledge that according to the average population I'm incredibly fit and incredibly strong but when I surround myself with my friends I feel like I'm not good enough and my therapist was like okay but let's talk about what you are good at let's talk about the fitness that you're like hell yeah I'm strong And I was like, oh yeah, I have to remember to do this. I have to fight that negativity bias of the times that I fall behind or fell short or drop the ball or bar, literally (laughs) in barbells. So training your brain every single day to look for that good. And just one thing, get in bed with your partner or call up your best friend, call up your mom at the end of every day or the beginning of every day and just be like, hey, let's talk about a good thing. What good thing has happened? Start training your brain to pay attention to those things. All right, my friends, that is what I have for you today. Look for the good. Start fighting that negativity bias. Train your brain to look for the positive and look for the good. And this is not toxic positivity. This is training the brain to see the good in life every single day. All right, my friends, that is what I have for you. I will talk to you in the next episode. Head down to the show notes. Join me in January. I would love to see your beautiful faces on Orca's Island with me. January 25th through the 28th at the PNW Women's Mini Retreat. All right, my friends, I will talk to you in the next episode.